Hello everyone and welcome to the third episode of Hear Me Out with Angie. I am your host Angie and I hope that you will enjoy today's episode. So I've watched quite a few things in the past two weeks and we're going to talk about it. So I recently, and this movie did come out a bit of a while ago but I only recently watched it and that is Those Who Wish Me Dead with um, Angelina Jolie such a gorgeous gorgeous woman so i just recently watched that and it's a bit of a slow burner excuse the pun but it is interesting you know like it's very you kind of want to know what's going to happen next you want to see how it all like unfolds and stuff i really do wish we um we would have known what the information is that the father knew that got him killed and that the sun was going to release, I'm guessing, to like all these news tabloids at the end. I would really love to know what this big ass thing that literally got a man killed was. But overall, I really did enjoy the movie. I'd give it like a 6.57 out of 10. Yeah. And then I also watched The Roast of Kanyimbao. It really should have been The Roast of Sal Beyonce and Nadia Nakai, to be fair. Because I think we all kind of, we all kind of knew what the Kanye roasts were gonna be, you know. She sleeps with men for money, and she was the first slay queen or whatever. The skin bleaching, of course. Like we kind of just knew it was predictable. But Sal Beyonce, Nadia Nakai, they went in like it was, mate. I was shook. I was shook personally if I were either of them I would have walked off I'm sorry I don't have I don't have that kind of strength I am not God's strongest soldier for that no I'm sorry no could never be me um but yeah some people had great sets others did not um John Flismus had an amazing set um that the Archie from Generations, I forgot his name. Ugh, I feel so bad, but I really did forget his name. He had a great set. Celeste Dooley had a great set. They were like my top three. And then in the middle, I'd kind of put Devi, the um, the journalist. I'd put Nadia Nakai and I'd put Youngster CPT. Not in that particular order, but I'd put them like in the middle. They were good, but they weren't as great as my top three. And then the bottom three would have to be Thibaut Touch, Saul Penduka, and Sal Beyonce. So I really did expect more. He's quite funny on the podcast. I don't watch the podcast, but from the snippets I see on Twitter, he seems quite funny. But I'm guessing he's more of a punchline person than he is a comedic act in his entirety. Do you get what I'm saying? So yeah, that was a bit of a... Uh, Sal Beyonce, I really expected her to come hard simply because um, they've been coming for her, you know, like I thought she'd want to get her her shots in too, she did get like a few good shots but her overall act was kind of meh so yeah oh, Tibotach was just a bit of a mess, like hey you could feel he was trying to get something but Petrol. The petrol wasn't enough to get him where he wanted to go. 
you know it just it was lacking that extra punch the love of whom so yeah that was very dry and a bit awkward uh and pop pops was a great roast master that's what they call right the roast master i think that's what it is he was great roast master mc whatever he was amazing in that position super funny like i genie did you know laugh so that was great kanye's like you know closing whatever was also quite cute i enjoyed it it wasn't too hectic um but it was just it was just the right amount of you know banter to keep you there i suppose so yeah i'd give the roast a seven um so i recently started watching a show right i don't i don't know why i'm mentioning it because i'm not done with the show but i would like to finish it simply because it seems quite interesting um i'm watching true story with kevin hart and so i'm watching it with someone but they've watched it before and they were basically telling me like my theories have some sort of okay you're on the right track but like my theory in itself is very watered down compared to what the actual truth is it's very much not the big picture you know so i'm really excited to see how that unfolds i think i have two more episodes left so yeah i'm really excited but so far it seems like a great show you guys should all give it a go it's on netflix um yeah uh i'd give it actually no i won't rate it yet i'll rate it once i've fully watched it um i also watched day shift with jamie fox he's basically like a vampire hunter making good is his wife in the movie and he's kind of just like given this ultimatum that you need to raise a certain amount of money or else you're never going to see me and your daughter again by his wife and so that's kind of basically just the movie unfolding instead of a bunch of vampires it's a very light-hearted comedy very not too serious very almost a background movie but you have to give it a certain level of attention to fully follow the plot so yeah um i'd give it a 7.5 out of 10 i think it was quite decent next on the agenda is the texas chainsaw massacre so to be honest the only reason i even clicked it was because i saw that it had my boy jacob latimore and i was like i have not seen this man on television in a minute i want to know what he's been up to i want to know if he can still act so i gave that a watch it was you know what i am a huge fan of horror movies but i'm kind of over you know the, the 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 jump scares the possessions you know the evil spirits i'm kind of over those and this was really like i'm not going to say it was different cuz obviously like the genre within horror itself this particular genre within horror has been done before but it was a really nice like it was a breath of fresh air i really enjoyed it it's very gory very much if you've watched things like um final destination saw the hillbilly one uh wrong turn it's giving disgusting it's giving blood it's giving heads chopped off body parts you know axed straight from the from the limb you know it's just giving it's giving gory so if that's your thing i'd highly recommend it i think it was great i enjoyed it 
I give it an 8 out of 10. But it did remind me of a movie that I have yet to watch, which is Spiral. The reason I haven't watched Spiral was because when I tried watching it, that opening scene was disgusting. My stomach said no. And it's insane because I usually can stomach things like that. But I was like, I'm alone. It's the night time. I'm not going to put myself through this. So I think I need to watch it with someone or with a group of people. I just am not going to subject myself to watching it alone. Absolutely not. Um, lastly, I recently discovered a show on Showmax called The Sex Life of College Girls. Um, I will say the only bad thing about the show is that it has one season. I need it more. By the end of episode 10, it has 10 episodes. Each episode is like half an hour, give or take. And by the end of episode 10, I was like, I need, like I don't want, I need episode 2 to come out like expeditiously. It's such a light-hearted um very comedic very you know it was just such a great show it was so good like it's just so it's so easy to watch you know it's not overly complicated it's very somewhat accurate of what the college navigation looks like for most girls i suppose not a hundred percent but you know there's some element of truth so yeah i really did enjoy it um i'd give it like an 8.5 out of 10 that was great uh i'm currently also watching the arsenal all or nothing documentary hey bandla arsenal i premier league team by the way for those of you that don't follow football i i think i really would have loved it if perhaps they just dropped all the episodes at once kind of like what tottenham and man city did that would have been great because having to wait is like very uh you know because then you get preoccupied with things and you kind of just let it dwindle off until you're like i'll watch it i'll watch it and you just end up not watching it so i would have really loved if all episodes came out one time but that's completely fine um i'm on episode six i think almost done with episode six i'm left with seven and eight it's very interesting to say the least watching like obviously when you're in the season you don't realize how chaotic a team is but the documentary really just highlighted how how shaken and unstable arsenal were as a team last season like they were very much don't fully rely on them because they will mess up in the times when you suspect or hope that they have it all together they will show you that they do not have it all together so it's it was it was a very roller coaster of emotions watching it to be honest um i'll give my full review once i've completed the entire documentary but i'm enjoying it so far um into music calvin harris released wave no he released funk wave bounces volume two um, it had songs such as Potion featuring Dua Lipa and Young Thug, Women of the Year featuring Chloe Bailey and Stefan Don, Ready or Not featuring Buster Rhymes. Yeah, it was a very, it was a very artist packed. You know, it had Tanache, Offset, Justin Timberlake, Pharrell, Georgia Smith, Snoop Dogg, Halsey. Like it just had a lot of people. 
and I'm not I'm not even trying to shade him um the first one Funk Wave Bounces Volume 1 that set a really high precedent a very very high precedent I mean we had Rolling with I think it was Cleed and Future there was Slide that was a great song there was um there was just yeah there was just a lot of songs there was feels with Katy Perry and Pharrell like it was just very much packed with bangers you know so yeah I expected a lot from this album which I shouldn't have I've learned that when you listen to an album you shouldn't have an expectation of what the album is going to sound like you should kind of just let it happen experience it as you listen and kind of just develop your opinion based on that and not have any prior um any prior notions of what the album should sound like so that was my bad but i mean it is a really chilled really relaxed album uh i would recommend people listen to it it was quite enjoyable i'd give it a 6.8 out of 10 um steve lacy also released an album so i've never really been a big steve lacy fan but obviously his songs a few of his songs have been like making the rounds on tiktok and a mate of mine really loves him so i was like okay let me give him a listen and i was pleasantly surprised i really enjoyed the songs i've heard you know Obviously, everyone knows Bad Habits. That's the one that's been making the waves. Um, yeah, it's just... I've, I've really... I've enjoyed it. I don't have a solid opinion yet because I don't know the songs like that. So I will listen to it a couple more times. But upon first listen, I'll give it a cute... 8. Yeah, I'd give it an 8. Yeah, yeah I'd give it an 8. Let me not suck myself out of that. And eight is fine. Moving right along. Hope you guys are still with me. We're gonna move on to the Premier League. So those of you who watch football would know that the Premier League is officially underway. Game three game week three is approaching quite quickly. In like the next two days, we're heading into game week three. Game week one and two were quite interesting. Um, so out of the top six teams from last season, five of them all won or either won or drew their games while United lost their game. Arsenal won. City won. I think Liverpool... Did Liverpool win? I am not sure. I think they... They, I think they drew. Liverpool drew. Chelsea, I think, won. Tottenham won. Cool. So, United started their season off a bit shaky. But, you know, we're like, oh, we get it. First week back, first game. It's a bit tough, you know. Give them the benefit of the doubt. So, we did. Game week two happened. Again, the top five out of the top six from last season either won or drew their games and United 
saying they lost is kind. They were battered, assaulted. They should press charges against Brighton for what happened on that field. It was not, it was not normal. But yeah, they lost 4-0 against Brighton. Arsenal won. Um, City won. Uh, Chelsea drew, if I'm not mistaken, against Tottenham. Because, yeah. The only reason I remember that even was because of the little Conte and Tuchel squabble that happened mid-match and then after the match. I was like, you're both two adults. Two grown men. Let's pretend. You know, let's act like it. But yeah, I remember that. So they drew. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, which I really could be, my memory is not A1, Liverpool also drew against Crystal Palace, which, you know what, is understandable because the game prior, the week prior, Arsenal beat Crystal 2 0, if I'm not mistaken. But even that 2 0 was very hard to come by for Arsenal. Anyone who watched the game could see that. That was, a, that was quite the difficult match for Arsenal. So, Crystal giving Liverpool a tough time is not completely unexpected. It's not completely a shocker because, you know, it's clear that they're coming with different energy. Um, but I think game three, game week three, I mean, sorry, is looking... Mm, not super interesting, but obviously, you know, there are teams that we're looking forward to watching. Um, I think the team that everyone is excited to see play are United and Liverpool, who are playing at Monday, 9pm, South African time. Yeah, so they're playing at 9, if I'm not mistaken. I could be, but yeah, I think it's 9. Um... I think City are playing Sunday. And then everyone else that's like somewhat important is playing Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not really sure what the schedule is looking like. Because really, honestly, the only... The game that I'm really looking forward to is Liverpool and United. I really want to see whether or not United's start was just, you know, fluke. That was just them trying to throw everyone off their game. When in actuality, they have a plan and they're going to dominate. Or if they're giving Arsenal last season. Because Arsenal did lose their first three games last season, which was a first in PR history, if I'm not mistaken. And, yeah, so that was quite tense. So we're going to see if United is going to follow in their footsteps or if they're going to create their own journey. And we're going to see if, you know, Liverpool are going to step up to the challenge because people had high hopes for Mr. Darwin Nunez, Nunez, as it's pronounced, high, high hopes, and Mandem got a red, got sent off, but to be fair, I know that the, the other guy challenged him, I suppose, but his rebuttal was quite unnecessary, because now you've kind of put your team in a position where they not only have to step up, but they have to overperform to make up for your lack of presence on the field, you know? Now they're one man down, and they kind of have to, like, do the most. 
it's actually crazy i feel like this needs to be discussed i don't know by who but it needs to be discussed how teams have this habit of stepping up when they're player down so they'll be really relaxed throughout the game not really you know fighting for that w but let them lose a player let someone on their team get a record and suddenly that's the best defense you've ever seen in the pr history like what where was this energy when you had a full team and you could pull the stunt you're trying to pull now hmm funny but not funny haha funny weird but we move so yeah i'm really looking forward to game week three comment see what it holds i hope my fantasy league does me good because we were cute game week one the fantasy league points were cute game week two on the other hand chair I don't know what happened there, but it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. So we're just, we're going to pretend that never happened. Fingers crossed that game week three brings in a miracle. I am, I am praying that game week three does wonders for my FPL because if it doesn't, I am deleting fantasy I'm deleting the whole thing. Like, I, I want no part of it, personally. Me, as me, no. Yeah, no, that's, that would be my sign and my cue to just let it go. So if I get below the average, yeah, I'm, I'm leaving. Dips. Goodbye. Um, but yeah, I think that concludes our episode for the week. I don't know, it feels a bit short. I feel like we need to have a chat. But what would we even chat about? Losing friends? I feel like that's a segment on its own. Will we chat about how the way in which people ingest music these days is quite unfair to themselves? Because, actually, let's get into that for a little bit. I think it is unfair on how people take in music, you know? An album drops midnight, you're already listening to it. But you're not listening to it, taking it in. You're kind of listening to it to formulate an opinion on the album. Hey, Bandla. That's a bit hypocritical of me to say, considering. I have a whole podcast that does that. But I give myself time. I don't rush into an album. I will listen to it if I cannot, which I more often than not, I really truly cannot formulate an opinion on an album after just one listen i kind of need to listen to it a couple of times to get the vibe and even then i'm still not dead set on how i feel you know like more often than not music grows on me i may not like it from the jump but it will grow but um yeah i just feel like people need to allow themselves time to actually listen to an album and like you know take it in and fully ingest it and not just you know want to listen to 20 the first 20 seconds of every track because you want to formulate an opinion because you want to you know freaking tweet it or tell it to your friends on your stories or whatever kind of just give yourself time to take in the album but even on that note i think it's crazy how like music these days does not have replay value <laughs> excuse me like 
I know I'm obviously Kendrick Lamar fans are listening to Mr. Morales and the Steppers, I think is the name of the album. Uh, but it really doesn't have replay value. It's not an album that I want to like constantly be jamming to. I'm not adding it to any of my playlists. I can sometimes have the urge to listen to certain songs from it, but that's them alone. Like, I'm not trying to have it randomly come up when I'm listening to my everyday playlist, you know? Even um, J. Cole, I love the man to bits, but hey, Bandla, that album. I'm not going to throw shade though, because I do respect the man, but hey, replay values quite low. Same as my boy Drizzy Drake. Love him. But not him as the person. He's very cringy. But him as an artist. Love him. I absolutely adore Drake. But. Hey. That album is very forgettable. Very, very forgettable in my opinion. And I'm not saying this to be shady, but it was quite... Like, there were obviously a few songs that stood out, and they were great. But the album as a whole... Listen, don't get me wrong. It's a good album. Like, I listen to that. It's it's in my playlist. I listen to it. But as an album, it just... I don't know. The replay value is quite low if you're not into that kind of music. Because with Drake, whether or not you like the album... You're going to listen to it. Like, a lot of people hate on Scorpion, which I personally didn't get. Come for me if you want to. Come for me if you want to. I personally loved Scorpion. Obviously, I don't think it's unskippable. There were a few songs there that I just... Like, the song with Michael Jackson, yeah, I didn't like that. The song with Jay-Z, didn't like that. There were just a few songs here and there that I didn't like. But I enjoyed my majority of that album that album was what non-stop that's how you feel jaded finesse come on guys that album was oh sandra's rose march 14th emotionless that album guys people that say that album was one of his worst is you know you guys are throwing me off like, I know, obviously, it's not one of his best. You know? It's not Take Care. I get that. But, ah, guys, I really feel like people did not give that album a chance. I thought it was amazing. But that's just me. Um, okay, I really do think we can wrap it up now. I've been talking for quite a minute. I think we can call it a week. You know? We'll see y'all in two weeks. And I think my next episode is going to be more casual. You know, like, let's let's talk a little. Let's have a conversation about something. I would love ideas if you guys have any on what you'd like me to talk about. Or if there's a movie you'd like me to review. Or a show you'd like me to watch. But don't go crazy and be like, watch Grey's Anatomy. Girl, that's 18 seasons. Who's doing that? Like, who in their right mind is going to sit and review 18 seasons just to come back and talk about it. I mean, I do watch Grey's Anatomy, but that's not the point. The point is, make sure the show is like... It's not... It's not It's not a lot. Don't ask me to watch Power. Oh, that's six seasons. 50 minutes an episode. What are we doing? What are we doing? Don't be like, oh, Game of Thrones, babe. Wait, seven seasons? Because we don't count the eighth. No one counts the eighth. 
seven seasons one hour no come on let's be realistic be like watch the new gossip girl you know watch the wife you know what i'm saying like easy things quick things but yeah on that note i really am gonna end this i hope you guys enjoyed it if you made it this far hope to have your ears back here in two weeks time um thank you for staying thank you for listening if you've made it this far appreciate every single one of you and i hope you guys have a fantastic month till we meet again ciao